Welcome to Deep Dive. Well, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I just. Growled. I mean, it's only been a week, but yeah, it's, it's been a long time in real life. You know, we say that, but two weeks. Yeah, actually, that's that's true. Yeah, it's been a fortnight. Uh, not the game, the actual unit. <laughs> oh, damn of it! I haven't even thought about the that. measurement of time. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go change that on the website now. Yeah, I'm I'm Jackson. I'm I'm Adam. Yeah, we're we're gonna be listening to some music today. Um, I mean, we did already. Yeah, we we're gonna talk did. about yeah that's the right. music we listened to. We uh this week we decided that we were going to listen to the UK, uh I guess rock trio. I'm just gonna call them that. We can get into yeah. the genre in a bit because that's a bit more complicated. But uh UK trio, uh the Police, uh who I'm confident everyone knows. Uh this topic is actually our first recommended topic by a friend of the show. By, yeah, listener in front of the show. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Weiss. So thank you, Ryan. Uh, this is going to come out way after he, uh, yeah, yeah. he we, recommended we have a bit it, but that's a, okay. We have a bit of a lead time on this show. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, so that being said, and I'll mention it again, feel free to comment on any of our social media or uh, you can email, email us. us and we'll... Uh, I, 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 this is... a one of the reasons I wanted to do the show is to listen to more stuff. Uh, well, and stuff that we wouldn't necessarily pick. Like yeah. I have listened to the police before, but I wasn't going to pick them as a, yeah. And as a topic. So. I was, I would, I like this idea of the police. It, it was kind of like, it hit me like, Oh yeah, fuck. That's a great yeah, idea. Like we should have had that idea already. Cause like, uh, we talked about this a little bit, but I had only ever heard the greatest hits. That's all I had ever heard. And I was kind of under the impression that's all they were. I think that's, the case for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Uh, I honestly thought that all the greatest hit songs were basically on one album and they just got lucky. But yeah, they can, they can sound that way at times. Uh, but they do have five records, uh, which from, span from yeah, 1978 to 1983. Yeah. It's about and, one a year. Yeah. And then they broke up in 1984 and then have done a couple tours uh, afterwards as reunions, but no official albums after that. But uh the three members of the band uh everyone knows uh sting and then there was uh, uh who plays bass and sings and then stuart copeland on drums and andy summers on guitars um yeah this is and let's just go ahead and move into the first mm -hmm. uh song or fuck first album uh, this is uh, one thing that it definitely is going to annoy the shit out of me. Yep. That uh, the all album their <laughs> album names, the first are, three of them, they're yeah. in French. But yeah. so uh, if I if we fuck up the pronunciation, uh, we're not French. So no, that's, that's yeah. all on you. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna try to pronounce them. So, so. it's Outlandos uh, Diamor, which uh, loosely translates to Outlaws of Law. What here's wait outlaws of love fuck i wrote now <laughs> close yeah so uh yeah it, it's funny because these um they don't translate directly to french like they're just loose translations but this is their first album came out in uh november of 1978 i always associated them as kind of a um an 80s band so uh but that being said this has every single album has like a part of like one of the a huge hit even if, or at least one but yeah you know, a lot of them have more than one song yeah i think this this album definitely it, it, 
it starts strong mm-hmm. with hits uh, next to you, so lonely, Roxanne, and can't stand losing you. That's you know yeah th- this four is like, huge songs out of ten, so forty yeah. percent hit rate. It's a really strong debut album of a band too. Yeah. That being said, uh, there are songs such as Peanuts, which I really disliked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, they had that signature uh, fusion of reggae elements with pop straight from the beginning. And yeah. so yeah, it's, it's actually kind of weird how it yeah. is the same sound like these. All these five albums are pretty, pretty much the same sound. And, uh, you know, in the next album, the title of the next album refers to what they refer to as their music, mm-hmm. which is uh, basically white reggae is what they call it. Yeah. So um, this first album is, you know, it, it's a... It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's a strong... You'll recognize, like you said, at least most of those four songs. Yeah, and they start, like the first three songs are huge hits. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say one thing that stood out to me on this album was the, the use of stereo on the song Hole in My Life. That's yeah, great. Yeah. I, I, I miss that we don't have like weird experimental like use of stereo sound now. I forgot what uh it's Cream's big album with Sunshine Sunshine mm-hmm. of Your Love. That that one yeah. that's like when they first started mixing in stereo. Yeah, that's that's like when the Beatles put the whole song in the right. Yeah, like, if you've never heard uh, have heard that Cream album and I'm sorry that I don't know it, but it's the one with Sun, Sunshine of Your Love. Uh it like the drums are all in the right ear or something and like yeah. it's just they are obviously trying to figure it out, but it's really cool. It's not like a, oh, this sounds really shitty. Like yeah, it, I, I thought it was done album. really well on here though. It wasn't yeah in your face, but it was very clear that like they were just getting into using this. So yeah, and uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but on Roxanne, uh, the song Roxanne, uh, Sting is credited for playing butt piano. Didn't know that. So apparently, I, I didn't see that anywhere. It, it's in the actual liner notes of the record, and apparently, what happened was is he accidentally. Like hit, sat down, yeah, and hit the piano, and it's in the song, uh, yeah, and you can hear it. It's funny, but you know it doesn't sound too bad. Um, yeah, there is that song, uh, "Born in the '50s." So there mm. are two songs that I actively do not like on this album, but for the rest, I do like them. Um, as I said, "Peanuts," which is about uh, Sting's idol, uh who what's his fucking name he's one of those really famous singers here i will find it or maybe i won't this is the curse of not being able to read fast but um it's about like basically basically him saying like oh looking up to his idol and then kind of seeing what his idol became and it's just really i think it's not a good song but other it's just listening to it a bad song there's nothing offensively bad about it but then the song Born in the 50s, I think Sting's uh, vocals are just bad in it. Uh, okay. It sounds like he has something in his throat the whole song, of what I call like a hmm. gurgle throat. You know, like when somebody is uh, talking and you just kind of want to be like, <clears throat> you yeah. want them to clear their throat. I guess I didn't notice that really. It hit me really hard. I like I heard it and I was just like, wow, that, that's one of my re- like a really big thing when I hear that, when someone's talking or singing, yeah. and I'm just like, just clear your throat. It, it'd do a lot better, and I know you want to. But, uh, yeah. And then, so, uh, Be My Girl slash Sally is a medley 
between mm-hmm. a half-finished song and a poem about a blow-up doll. The song itself uh, is pretty good, but the two uh, elements don't mix together well. And is That's pretty weird for yeah. a song idea. So Yeah, I liked Be My Girl. Be My Girl was written by Sting, but I guess they didn't feel it was a strong enough song on its own, so they threw that poem on it. Uh, and then at the end, uh, they end this one on a like a jam, which they ended up having on a lot of their albums. Yeah, they do that pretty often. I'm not a big fan of jams. I, I mean, would never... their albums aren't long enough for it to be yeah. like a, a bad example of a jam. But... I don't know if we mention it, but this album's 38 minutes. It's pretty short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the the jam at the end is called, uh, or instrumental, is called uh, Masako or Masoko Tang- Tanga, Tanga. Once again, sorry Something about like pronunciations. Uh, yeah, the bass and the guitar in it are pretty nuts. So, yeah, and so here's the two things I want to, from the start, mention about the, uh, the police is, you know, their genre is cool in the sense that, you know, it does have those reggae elements, but not in a cheap way. Like you can listen to this and just think it's pop music or rock yeah. music. Um, but it does have those really clear reggae elements that as soon as you're listening for them, you hear them, the up uh, stroke of a guitar, that kind of thing. And they will have more uh, instruments that are associated with what is world music, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is pretty cool. It's done in a non cheap way because that can nowadays and, really any time could have sounded cheap just kind of like a, oh i heard reggae once and got high you know yeah but that's not what they sound like it, it, it's it really definitely genuine. doesn't sound like they're doing it to like make fun of it or anything either like yeah and then another thing on that same thought is that this band much like how i feel about john mayer is the police are pop music mm-hmm. john mayer is pop music but they're all pretty intelligent and know how to play their instruments really well and it, you know, I, yeah, I mean, you I, hear a lot of people like, you know, Jacob Collier nowadays, who an amazing musician, but his music oozes intelligence. Yeah. Whereas this is just more of like, this is just a great song. You know, yeah. you don't have yeah, to they, they have a lot of songs that just feel like they're good, like upbeat kind of songs. And yeah, you don't have to have a master's in music yeah. to understand. I, they're it. clearly like really talented, though, because they did five albums in a row that are like all pretty solid. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, anything else on this no, one? No, not on this one, no. Yeah. Uh, so then their second album came out, what is that, a year later? Yep. Yeah, a year later. This one, and this is the title I was referring to, which loosely um, translates to white reggae. It's Regatta de Blanc. Um, yeah, it came out in 1978, mm-hmm. 41 minutes. Uh, Features another like two or three songs you'll probably recognize. Yeah. It oh, let's see, it yeah. So the message it, in the bottle is the yeah. Is that so? That's the song that uh, uh, the first song I ever heard uh, from the police. I know okay. some people yeah. it's like Roxanne and Roxanne's their huge song. Yeah. But honestly, I think like message in a bottle is such a good song. It's it's one of my go to songs whenever I pick up a guitar. Uh, it's okay. just a fun yeah. guitar thing to play, and it's a nice like warm up. But then all, it's also just a great song. Um. Yeah, I don't know I don't how you feel on know it. No, what the first song of theirs I've uh, I heard was, but it might have been "Message in a Bottle." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I it, mean, yeah. Th- this album, like, it's that's the first uh, 
song on this album too and that's it's a really good way to start this off so. yeah and uh message in the fo- in a bottle has one of the very few fade outs in music history that does not fill me with rage yes. i hate fade outs that is a big problem on this album yeah and with this band in general yeah i mean that's just pop music too no i know but like and there it's is real it's it stood out a lot on this album yeah and there is a, a science behind it and i don't know the exact science behind it but like the whole i I think the general idea behind fade outs and pop music and why you hear them so predominantly in pop music is because it leaves you thinking, oh, there's going to be more because you don't hear it naturally come to an end. So you think like, oh, there's going to be another chorus. There's going to be more music. So it makes you want to listen to that mm. song again. Uh, and there's I just actual- assumed it's because of radio, but... Yeah, I mean, you would think so. I mean, and that may be partly it. Like but then they them did an the- easy way to cut out. And- yeah, and then maybe they did some... Uh, science into it some research and then we're like oh yeah (laughs) but yeah so um this is apparently Stuart copeland's favorite record uh their drummer uh saying that there really wasn't any pressure to make it so that first record they made on their own dime Mm -hmm. and blah 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 and then the second record you know they were huge after that first album came out and so they kind of there but there wasn't any pressure from certain um you know, I guess studio execs or anything like that to make a second record. So they said that it came out exactly the way they wanted and, you know, came out that way. Uh, I also did notice on this one, uh, this is where I noticed it, but it goes throughout their whole career. But most police songs are credited to one member as a writer, Mm -hmm. but the title track is one of the few uh, that is uh, credited as the full band writing it. Uh, Yeah, a lot of them are either... uh sting or uh uh Stuart copeland yeah so uh i do want to say so the other big song if i'm not mistaken is walking on the moon mm-hmm. so uh unpopular opinion walking on the moon is kind of a boring song i think it has a really good chorus but everything else just feels like the in between before the chorus which it's not enough for me, but I know it is one of their really big songs. Yeah, it's a song you've definitely heard, though, if you've... Yeah. Uh, if you think you've heard anything from the police who we haven't mentioned yet, that's probably one of them. Yeah, I do have something... Do you have any specific thoughts on any of these songs or this uh, album in I general? Thought, uh, Contact was a good example of the band, but not like one of their big songs. So yeah. I really I, enjoy that song. I agree. Uh it wasn't one of my favorites, but I do really like the uh, guitar work. Yeah, it. it's a very good example of what a lot of their sound is that isn't like the big, you know, giant hits. But yeah. overall, I think this is kind of a weird album, but yeah. I mean, I liked it still, but it's just... Uh, I agree. Uh, the last album It does I feel like they had like no better. direction. Um, no Time This Time, the closing track, is mm-hmm. great closing track. The drums go nuts. Uh most closing tracks of like just any album not just the police seem to be slow songs i guess or there'll be this kind of like epic build and then end but this one is just like balls to the wall fast like the drums are nuts it's all like it's probably one of their more punk songs which is cool Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it um one last thing on this album and uh that's why i wanted to get your idea on or your thoughts on the album before i did this uh on any other day which is one of the songs on the album is a bad song. It is a very bad song. So the idea behind the song is it's all about these uh, 
quote unquote misfortune misfortunes that happen to a guy uh, throughout his day. And just saying mm-hmm. like, oh, on any other day, this wouldn't be happening. But today is a shit day because of these misfortunes. But what pisses me off about this song overall, I'm just not a fan of the song. It wasn't, you know, catchy or anything like that. And it fell off because it is, um, I think Stuart Copeland was singing it. Yeah, Stuart Copeland was singing it. He wrote it and sang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does feel different going from Sting, who has a really high nasally yeah. uh, voice, to, you know, he has that kind of like a park life voice from Blur. Like that kind of like, quote yeah. unquote, like yeah. UK That's accent. That's actually, that's probably the best way to compare it, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's more singing and less like talking, but it does have that like quintessential British accent. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least when it comes to Americans hearing that. Uh, since that's what we are. But uh, what really pissed me off about this song is so he's talking about the, all these misfortunes that are ruining his day. But in the chorus, the guy notably is upset that his son, quote unquote, turned out gay. Mm-hmm. So I heard that and I was like, oh, wow, that's Some, just super shitty. <laughs> sometimes songs from the 80s, and I mean, this isn't even the 80s, but you yeah. know, songs from that period don't age very well. Like that first... Uh, yeah first uh the king song crimson. on the king crimson album yeah, yeah so i'm not gonna so it, it's one of those things where i you know i uh, i don't like it but i it, i'm not gonna like not listen to the police for it but yeah. it is one of those things where i would hate to just let that slide and just not say like hey you know that's not a cool song don't like it and yeah i definitely that is the worst part of that album yeah it doesn't uh and he says it over and over again. Yeah, so that's, like, that's what makes it chorus. worse is it doesn't age well because of that. It's not even like a throwaway like, kind of line where you could be like, oh, it's just a thing. Yep, it's the chorus. Yeah. But yeah, overall, so. it's a good album. I like the first album better, but yep. it is a good album. And it has probably my favorite song by, by The Police, uh, Message in a Bottle. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so uh, we'll move on to their third album, which is the last hard to pronounce album. Yeah, yep. First song of, or first album of the 80s you think i'm ever gonna not say song instead of album no i think that's kind of the it's a thing though yeah i think it's ingrained in to my head but uh yeah so this uh album is called zenyata mandata fuck that could not pronounce that i'm so sorry (laughs) that actually that sounded like it was right yeah zenyata mandata uh this is the only police album that is not on the Rolling Stones' top 500 albums mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, I mean, four out of five is pretty good, though. Yeah. So uh, I don't think they can complain about that. Uh, well, th- this album is different in that all the songs are written by Sting. Yeah. Uh, except for, I think, one of them. But, uh, I, so the band is was uh, notably unhappy with this album, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is said to be there was pressure to get this album done right before a tour, like, I'm pretty sure they finished it like the night before a tour or something like that. Or is that one of their other albums? No, I think this no, is No, that this sounds one. right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what is... There are two really big uh, songs on here. Uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Mm-hmm. And Da Do Do Do, Da 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 Da, uh, which I've never said out loud. I've sung it before. It's a great song. But I've never... It's a silly title, though. Yeah, I've never said it out loud. That's the chorus, by the way, if you don't know the song. But those are their two big songs. But notably, so the band wasn't happy with how this uh, came out. And uh, 
the album came out and they re-recorded those two songs later oh really yeah so the ones that you hear on like greatest hits and all that kind of stuff are tradition or typically uh the re-recorded versions Hmm. yeah Uh, i wonder then what version i listen to because i listen to the 2003 remasters of all these yeah and And i'm guessing it's probably the re-recorded version right it should be yes yeah yeah um so um i mean those are two great songs every album even this album which is uh supposedly their worst album to most people i disagree Mm -hmm. that this is their worst album but to most people they're not it still has yeah the two hit songs and it's it's got some other songs that stand out so yeah most people would kill to have like just one of those songs on their record so yeah uh it does have uh i mean canary in the coal mine i think is a really good song Mm -hmm. um i think that's i mean not big big but decently yeah i i did find that i kind of i would listen to a song and be like is this one of their big songs i know they're huge songs yeah but is this like there are songs that i like on the last record that i heard and i was like oh i think this might be one of their big big songs but i didn't know it but i guess they i mean they have a lot of big songs though and yeah i mean they're spread out like we were talking about earlier again like they're spread out over all these albums which is kind of impressive actually yeah it is and uh so i am not a fan on this album of the yelling part mm-hmm. and voices in my head that uh very much like the um on the first record there was a song that really got on my nerves uh uh the gurgle throat thing uh yeah, stings yeah. Uh, uh yeah just execution of that uh that his yelling part in voices in my head was the exact same way and then i also like man in a staircase if i'm not mistaken i think this behind my camel song uh won a grammy yes so even though this album is supposedly one of their or their least favorite uh Mm -hmm. there is an instrumental song that won a grammy yeah i was gonna say there's a couple instrumental songs on here right yeah the last track too is yeah so behind my camel uh was written by andy summers and um who's the guitarist Mm -hmm. and it won a grammy that year and apparently like i think sting hated it like he tried to uh throw away the tape he Mm -hmm. hated it so much uh and then it won a grammy which is pretty funny and then uh apparently the name behind my camel is a reference to uh him thinking like oh this this is such a bad song that it's like the stuff that comes from behind a camel Oh. basically saying that this song is shit so huh, that okay. that's pretty funny uh but overall because I, mean, I, I did look into this too and uh somewhere it was saying it was because of just the type of music that was inspired like so camels and like yeah uh like arabic style music yeah um and but it's really i mean it's really not though either so yeah it's not but it's <laughs> it's them doing their normal thing but instrumental yeah so this uh album is also 38 minutes long mm-hmm. um I don't really think they have really any long albums, but we'll go ahead and move into the next album. Uh, it is no more difficult uh, names to pronounce. Yeah. Ghost in the Machine, which came out in October of 1981. Uh, we're back on to, I mean, the previous album was the only one to not be on the Rolling Stones top. Yep. This is, uh, oh, this is um, Spirits in the Material World. I that's a song that i heard and i was like oh this song's yeah. amazing but i don't think is that one of their it's, huge songs i i know i've heard it before but i don't think it's one of their big songs it 
it it was the third single released off this album, but I don't think it ever like made it big. So yeah, I really like that song. Uh, and then other than that, uh, every little thing she does is magic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think this album starts off really good, and it trails off. Is that yeah, what you were kinda, gonna say? Yeah, drop. I, I was gonna say drops off, but that's about the same. Yeah, no, drops off is what I would say because I like re- the second. I mean, if you look at like the the like original like release of it, right? You had the first five songs on side one. Side two is pretty awful. Like oh, yeah. compared to the the first half. So I mean, I would say even less than that. Like in my personal opinion, I think it feels too heavy mm-hmm. with the uh first three songs, like too top heavy. Uh with the first three th- songs and then doesn't have anything too great afterwards. Like nothing memorable after that. I remember Demolition Man yeah. because I didn't like that song. But other than that, I can't, I don't remember any of the rest of these songs. But the first three songs, Spirits in the Material World, mm-hmm. Every Little Thing She Does is Magic, which everybody knows that song. It's in every like rom com, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it's a great song. It is one of those songs that you hear over and over again, but I still love it. Uh, it is it is kind of funny though to think about how many of their songs are in movies. Oh yeah, and I can't imagine how like giant the royalty checks must be. Oh yeah, I mean they're doing just fine. Because I mean they just had like hit song after hit song. Yeah, and that are still around. So. I know Invisible Sun is another one of their bigger songs. I yeah, like that it. was one of the other singles. Yeah. I don't love it, but I do like it. Um, yeah, as I said, there's nothing which is so funny because this is on the albums or one of the top. 500 albums of all time yeah. for according to I mean, Rolling Stone. Granted, where is it on that list though? 323. So, it's uh, actually kind of high up. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, it's not a bad album. It, yeah, no, it, this it's just kind of forgettable. Yeah, it, like I I think the previous I album was bad. better to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't call it bad though. Yeah. Um yeah. But I mean, it's not as good as the next album though. So. Yeah. Okay, so Let's go ahead and move into that. So then their they, last... They had like a year kind of break, two-year yeah. break before this next album. Their but that, fifth that and it. final album came out June of 1983, Synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is their last album. Um, I'll just start out with the songs I disliked because there are more songs well, on this and than I... Before you do that, I think most people have probably heard this album if they've listened to one oh, yeah. album of theirs. Um, and it, it's a good album, but there are songs that are not, not great. Yeah. I do really like this album a lot. Um, I didn't expect to because it is kind of half band music, like full band, Mm -hmm. traditional band. Yeah. And there's a lot more like, I don't know. Synthesizers and electronics. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that maybe I, I don't, it's definitely like getting into the, like the new wave, like eighties. Yeah. And I think that might be notable because it came out in 1983 so that's probably around when when all that was starting to get really popular yeah uh i could look back of when did phil collins in the air tonight come out because that's what i personally attribute as the start of what everyone mm. thinks of late uh, late of 70s the 80s. here i'm just gonna look it up it came out in 1981 okay so you know yeah i mean I won't get into that. I've done that before on the show, but mm-hmm. there are good videos that talk about why that is a prevailing thought of why Phil Collins is responsible for what everyone at- attributes as the 80s yeah. sound. That, yeah, we, you know, ta- we take talked about on that me, all that kind of a while stuff. back. Yeah. yeah, it was with RTB too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this album, uh, the two songs I dislike, and I actively di- dislike these songs, are um, 
Walking in Your Footsteps and Mother. Okay. Just really didn't like those songs. But other than that, I think about everything else I really liked. Synchronicity, uh, one and two are great. Yeah. Two is, you know, the big hit. Right. But it's so good. I, I like how one really throws you into it's the different. album. Like, so it, in under like a minute, you feel like, or I felt like I'd been listening to this album for like an hour already yeah. because they just like throw you straight into it. Yeah. And it, it really worked. Like, yeah. And it, it's definitely different. Like, that first song is different. It, they lose. It's notably gone uh, their reggae influence on this album, yeah. which it's definitely still the same band though. Like yeah. it's very clearly still the Police. Yeah, right? and honestly, if this had floundered, I would still respect the effort of trying yeah. to take away. Okay, for four albums, we did this. Yeah, this is what we're known for. Let's try something new. So uh, that first song really accurately says, like, oh, we're doing something different. Yeah, um, I, I do think though it says a lot that they did such a good job of like defining what their their sound is that yeah. it still comes through even though it's very different so i, I definitely think my favorite song on this album is synchronicity too mm-hmm. yeah uh that's a big hit it's great uh it has a lot more synthesizers and stuff like that it, yeah i don't know it's just, it, it almost feels proggy at points so kind of feels Kinda, like a rush yeah. song yeah i think that's a good way of describing that which you wouldn't say that those two bands are the same other than the fact that no, they were big in the that 80s song kinda, yeah yeah uh, uh, question on your what you listened to. Did you have the song "Murder by Numbers" at the end? Uh, no, that is uh, was released on uh, the the CD cassette and, and CD version. Yeah. So that was on the 2003 remaster. Yeah, I and did not, and I noticed. I that. think that song is really, really great, and I want to know where more of that came from because it's not like the rest of the album. Well, I'll, I'll go back and so. listen to that then. I do like uh, <laughs> on synchronicity too. Uh, the the execution of yeah. uh, uh what's his fa- uh sting when he says uh kicking kicking the crotch that lyric where he's like that's a kick in the crotch he uh just the landing of how he says that is really funny it's not bad and it's not it doesn't take me out of song but just, the yeah. way he says it is really funny of course every breath you take mm-hmm. everyone knows that song which by the way is not a cute song it's not a it's not a wedding song. You should not be dancing to that song. That song is creepy. Yep. And it, that's not me reading into some bullshit that I'm making up right now. The band itself has said that song is literally about a stalker. Yeah. It's a creepy song. So but d- do what you everybody plays it at weddings. Yeah, because so. they're basically talking like it's everyone's first dance with their father because they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to be watching you, which, you know, even in that that's context, creepy that's too. weird. Yeah. yeah. So then... uh. There are a couple, uh, two songs that I'm pretty sure are big hits that I didn't know. Uh, King of Pain and Tea in the Sahara. Mm-hmm. Tea in the Sahara was great. That was uh, a- that one. That that's the only one that I think is a big song, but wasn't one of their singles. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. I think it a- it, it's a good song, and it. You may disagree with me now on this, but on the version I listened to, which was the original yeah. version, uh, that was their closing track, and yeah, I thought no, that- I, I thought that was it, and then they, uh, this other song started playing, so. Yeah, I thought that was, you know, uh, yeah, a great... Um, yeah, it, it's weird because they, they include this this other song um, on, like, everything except for the initial, like, yeah. release, which is weird. I try to when I listen to these things, unless it's, like, known to be... Yeah, no, the, I, I didn't even notice it because I, I assumed that, like, yeah. a remaster of an album should be the original stuff and that's it. So but. I know that, um, yeah, I, I think... Um, ideally if we could take that 
fourth album, the one right before this, and mm-hmm. this last fifth album, take the first or take a couple of the first half of this album and put the first half of that fourth album in, you'd have a great, like, perfect yeah. album. Like, that would have been ideal. But, um, you know, you didn't. After this, the band broke up, has done, uh, you know, n- numerous things. But yeah. w- what are your well, thoughts like, on the police? Uh, so, I mean, I think they're, they're definitely an influential band who had a lot of hits, and everybody knows them, right? Mm-hmm. I think their albums are all pretty good. Like, yeah, I agree. None of them are really horribly bad or anything. No. Um, maybe they're not all like amazing because they have some of those hit songs that like are maybe overplayed or whatever. But yeah. They uh, they did a lot of really good work in five years. So yeah, it's crazy how quick they or came six out years, these I albums. Guess, but yeah. yeah, I mean they're like back to back except for the very last one. Yeah. And that very last one was it's, two it's like years. We're saying and different enough that it, oh yeah, you can it's tell worth the wait. Yeah even though that's not even a real weight. No. But uh, so I will say I really enjoyed this, but I don't think I'm going to go any, like in just now from casually listening here on forward, I don't think I'm going to go into a uh, um, anything more than a greatest hits band still. I, I can't do greatest hits because I feel like that's like wrong. I don't know. Yeah, just I agree with But you. I, again, just, you know. But with some bands like this, I'm fine with it. But I'm okay with just not listening to them at that point, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll probably listen to. I, 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 before we did this, I did have uh, the last album already. Okay. Um, so I'll probably listen to it as often as I did before, which is not, to say not very often, but yeah, sometimes. So you know, is there a an album you would say that people should start with? I don't think I can uh, really recommend one. Maybe the first album, really. Yeah, probably the first album. Yeah, it's got to be. It's the first or the fifth album, but I think the yeah, first album is better. Yeah, and going into the fifth one is weird because yeah, it's not the same as all the other exactly. stuff. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, I'd say just check out the first album if you like it, then just go through them all. Yeah. Like that. Um, I do. Uh, I, you know, after the band broke up, I, you know, they all did their respective solo careers. Uh, Sting. Everybody Sting knows Sting. Yeah. Uh, Andy Summers also had solo albums. Uh, this is a little fun fact I wrote. Uh. Stuart Copeland, the drummer, you know, all the others did like solo careers in the traditional mm-hmm. sense of the way. Uh, but instead, he started a composing career uh, oh, okay. post-police. And this includes uh, the theme song to The Amanda Show, if anybody remembers that, the show with Amanda Bynes. Uh, I am unfamiliar with that. The theme that, song is. is like, Amanda, 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 Amanda. It's just that over and over again. All right. It's great. Uh, and then he also did uh, all the soundtracks for the Spyro games, if hmm. you know those from uh, PlayStation. That's fun. But uh, yeah, I, I would say definitely a five out of five albums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely this is uh, compared to some of these other bands we've done. You should listen to all five albums. Yeah, I definitely. If you don't like the first one, then you know get out then. But just like the Police and don't know a ton of other bands like this but the police and john mayer mm-hmm. are just these bands i really respect out of the sense of like they are pop musicians these are pop bands well, but they're like really smart but people. they know what they're doing yeah. and, and they're like, doing it too and it's not producer driven exactly which um, not that there's anything wrong with being producer driven but yeah but it is nice to be able to look at be like okay well this came from this and it's really yeah. easy to tell where something originated instead of looking at a track that has five 
producing credits and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, well, where did this start? You know, that the police wrote, all that kind of stuff. So uh, different conversation. But uh, I definitely recommend it. Thank you, Ryan, for recommending it. Mm -hmm. You can recommend. uh, Yeah, if anybody else has any recommendations, uh, we're open to listen to anything that you recommend. Yeah. Do you know our email offhand? should be feedback at don't be com. okay and wait. if that isn't it then it'll be it by the time you listen to this we have <laughs> we have dfta show is the yeah. um dfta show yeah the website so. what's our um social media dfta podcast dfta it podcast. probably should be dfta show though yeah but you can type in don't feed the so artist you'll find, you'll find us it. uh so uh, you can always contact us there with recommendations anything like that you can also recommend anybody you want on the quote-unquote mainline uh, show yeah the that, interview show or something yeah. yeah so um yeah you gotta what are we listening to next week and definitely not right so, recording right after yeah. we do this we're uh by by the illusion of editing we're, we're gonna listen to joy division next week yeah uh, that that one there's two albums very exciting and arguably one single that everybody knows but i'm glad that you said that let's let's put a pin in that and record it <laughs>